the big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract, ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions. Mentioned KME. I want to thank you for all the listening to my first. I want to thank you all for listening to my first episodes, uh, first two episodes. Your emails are appreciated. Feedback is always welcomed. I'm net. I'm new to this podcasting thing, so um, it's taking me a little while to get my bearings. So thank you guys for learning and growing with me. It is very, very much appreciated. So let me get those thank yous um, out of the way before we move on with the rest of the show. The first person I would like to thank is my friend Crystal Gordon. Uh, She's the producer, editor of the show. Um, Those wonky edits in those first couple episodes are because I didn't have uh, Crystal Gordon uh, editing those episodes. Uh, uh, Crystal Gordon is my Huckleberry friend, known her for years, and she's a, um, a doll for doing that for me, so I appreciate it. Uh, the King of Sports Radio Network um, with Marcus Vandenberg and, of course, Nate Milton. Uh, become a patron of theirs on Patreon. It's very, very little money to uh, join. Uh, Post Wrestling with John Pollock and Wei Ting. Uh, become a patron of theirs on Patreon as well. SNME Radio with uh, Jason Agnew and Dan the Mouth Lebransky. Become a patron. Support those guys. PWP Nation. Like them on Facebook. Join, follow them on Facebook and all that good jazz. And the TCAT Network with Sheree Stort and Don Chambers, who I accidentally called Don Levitt on last week's episode. I must have had CNN on the brain or something. Anyway, I want to thank all those cats. Thank you very much. So I got a few emails. Emails are always appreciated. Um, If you want to email the show, the email address is moodkillerpod at gmail.com. Again, that's M-O-O-D-K 
K-I-L-L-E-R pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Remember to put the subject, as a subject, the title of the show. So in this case, it's Power Dynamics. Put that as your um, subject, and we will read it on the show. I will read it on the show. So the first email comes from Marvin Chaney. When are you going to be on Podbean? That is the only podcast service I use. Well, Marvin, uh, I will be on Podbean uh, when the people at Podbean get their heads surgically removed from their asses. (laughs) That's the best estimate I could give you. I have a Podbean account. Um, I use Podbean regularly. I sometimes even listen to my podcast on Podbean, but for whatever reason, I don't really know the interface. I don't know if it's their fault. I don't know if it's my fault, but I'm not getting the customer service that I need from those people, and it makes it difficult to do a quality podcast when you're not getting feedback or interaction. So I just use Spreaker, and then Spreaker spreads it out to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and uh, Deezer and all these other different apps. So um, please uh, try to use one of those or just listen online. I don't know how you're listening to the first couple episodes, uh, but do that, and you should be fine, okay? Thanks, Marvin. Thank you. So Lenny Ramos asks, do you have a Patreon And do you plan on doing any live shows? So let me tackle the first question first. Um, I do not have a Patreon account at the moment. Um, I mean, I have a Patreon account, but I use my Patreon uh, to subscribe to other podcasters. The ones I named at the beginning of the show, pretty much. Um, I subscribe to all of them. And um, that's realistically what I do, the King of Sports Radio Network, um, I do a show on that uh, channel with Nate Milton, where uh, the 2020 twin, where we talk politics uh, and wax poetic about the presidential candidates going into 2020. So that's what I do uh, with uh, as far as Patreon presence is concerned. When this show grows, uh, I do I don't see me not having a Patreon for this show. Um, Right now, it's just myself and Crystal helps out. And if she uh, decides to do a show, which I'm hoping that she does, um, we'll split that pot two ways. And if we get other shows, the network grows, then we'll grow along with it. Right. And we'll have a Patreon. Uh, As far as if we're if I plan on going live. Eventually, that's the idea, as I would like to do a live call-in show. The problem with that is my schedule isn't consistent enough to do a show at a set time every single week. So basically, the way I do this show is I get the shows um, recorded um, on maybe a Friday, and then I try to get them um upload it over the weekend, like maybe Saturday, Sunday, or even Monday. And I could, I can guarantee that'll happen every week, 
the one thing I can't guarantee is the time will always be the same. So once I grow the fan base, and right now we're about 45, 75, 100 listeners. I, I like one of uh, the last shows got about 100 and so listeners. So the more this show grows, the more um, I will be able to get on Patreon. And I, I, I imagine that by the fall, we will be at 500 to 1,000 subscribers because we're, we're working diligently uh, getting this stuff done. So I appreciate that email. Thank you very much. So the next email comes from Larissa McIntosh. Um, she writes, Last week you implied that Dr. Wakefield is a quack. Uh, the man has made several breakthroughs and I believe Jenny McCarthy when she says her son got autism from his MMR vaccination. And if any if anybody is a quack, it's you for claiming you know power dynamics. Uh, you sound like a quack. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Larissa, I want to thank you for that email. Uh, thank you. I, you know, you didn't have to go there with the jabs kind of hurts my feelings a little bit, but hey, it is what it is. And I also want to apologize uh, if I um, implied that Dr. Andrew Wakefield is a quack because I what I meant to do was outright say that Dr. Andrew Wakefield is a quack. Here's the thing. Before Wakefield's uh, BS research, we had diseases like measles, mumps, rubella, all that stuff defeated. Then earlier this year, um, we're starting to see these diseases make a comeback. There have been multiple cases of people getting measles and a, a diverse array of other crap that we treated a long, long time ago. I, I Googled Wakefield. I realistically Googled this man. I Googled Andrew Wakefield medical breakthroughs. And the only things that came up on like the first two or three pages was Wakefield fraud, Wakefield quack, Wakefield bad for the medical community, this and that. That's all I can find. Um, and I, I'm not, I don't know how Jenny McCarthy's son got autism. If she, if she believes that it happened uh, because of the, uh, what's, what is it, the vaccinations, maybe it did. Maybe that's why it happened. I do not know. But what I do know is it was wrong for Wakefield to emphatically state and publish research that's been going spreading like wildfire for 10 to 12 years that vaccines cause uh, uh, autism. That's just not a good, that's not a quality statement it's, unless you have just many test subjects that where the same things happen. And I just doubt that, that, that he has that in his research, right? So... There's where I stand on that, and I uh, am not changing my stance on that until I'm proven to be wrong. So, there we go. 
So again, if you have an email that you want to send to the show, please email moodkillerpod at gmail.com. Again, that's moodkillerpod at gmail.com so I can answer your questions on the air. So without any further ado, let's get on script. So the subject of today's episode um, is going to be stochastic terrorism. So I was introduced to this phrase, or I was introduced to the word stochastic when I was uh, a master's student at Anna Maria College in Paxton, Massachusetts, uh, when I was working on my first master's degree. And then when I was working on my second master's degree, um, I was a student at USC, uh, and I was reintroduced to the word stochastic. Uh, and then again at the Chicago School, where I, I currently attend and working on my doctoral degree, um, I was introduced to the word again. So stochastic by itself um, is uh, randomly determined having a random probability distribution or pattern that may be analyzed statistically but may not be predicted. Uh, precisely. So that is what stochastic is. That's the word stochastic. So if you are a researcher like myself, um, I've been uh, in the research field as a student for um, several years. It seems like forever, <laughs> but uh, it's been probably about six or seven years. Uh, you look at random samples, you study trends, you look at probabilities, you look at correlations, how things relate to the other things, how one thing affects another, etc. So the word terrorism refers to the use of unlawful violence and intimidation, usually, but not always, but usually targeted groups, right? So that's what terrorism is. So when you put the words together, stochastic terrorism, it's going to be the likely result of, of a public figure attacking a group or groups of people, and all of a sudden we start seeing random, and I use that term very, very loosely, attacks against those particular groups being verbally attacked. So again, I use that term random and usually they're going to be verbal attacks not they don't start off violently it's just the public figure will come out and the public figure will talk a lot of greasy evil stuff against a group of people and then the probability of be it being heard by citizens by crazy citizens and the violent attacks going up become that much more likely. And it seems random, but I would argue that it's not that random. The attacks do not always have to be violent. In fact, <clears throat> a lot of the times they can be verbal, like calling the police on people chilling at a park, calling the police on a black man, on two black men having a business meeting at a Starbucks, or telling a Puerto Rican 
Puerto Rican to go back to their country, right? Sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? So before I go any further, I got to get one thing straight, and I and that is that I'm not one of those people who believe that racism didn't exist before Trump. It 100% most certainly did. In my own everyday life, I dealt with other people's microaggressions. I still deal with other people's microaggressions toward me, snide comments, little under-the-radar jabs that they don't think that I know is racist, but I do know is racist, right? <laughs> the fact is, though, we are seeing countless amounts of incidents going on. There's been a spike. Now, right now, you're probably saying, but KME, everything you just named are nonviolent incidents. Mm, okay, true, but what happens when stochastic terrorism turns violent. What happens, right? Let's take idiot extraordinaire Alex Jones for a point of reference. So Alex Jones, if you do not know who uh, he is, Google him, because I'm not about to describe this piece of crap, but he, uh, he called the Sandy Hook students who were gunned down crisis actors, and he called their parents liars and also called them crisis actors. So, of course, his idiot followers um, not only believed him, uh, they started stalking and committing acts of terrorism against these people, uh, acts of violence, egg in their house, uh, vandalizing, throwing wind, throwing. Uh, rocks through windows, things of that nature. So the Sandy Hook parents sued Alex Jones for defamation uh, for all the attacks and lies uh, Jones was telling. Um, of course, they won. Uh, the, at least, I, I think the suits are over, but they won the first round of lawsuits. Um, Alex Jones got taken off of YouTube. I think he might have gotten taken off of Facebook as a result. Um, and then a few of his followers were jailed for their acts of violence. Uh, but there are a few of them who were not remorseful for attacking these Sandy Hook parents because they're so anchored to this idea of those people being fake, phony crisis actors that they don't let the truth um, of the matter, you know, come to play, right? So, let's go back to Trump for a second. Alex Jones is more as a more targeted example of stochastic terrorism. Uh, it's a little Trump is a little bit different. Whereas Jones is a direct, uh, is direct with who he is targeting. Trump uses dog whistles, meaning he doesn't have to overtly uh, be racist, right? Uh, for you to know who he is talking about. He doesn't have to be overtly racist for you to know the people that Trump are tar is targeting. Me uh, the race 
of football players who kneel uh, <laughs> during the anthem, the who the, these people that Trump admonishes. They're only one race of people. When you think immigration into this in this country, the United States of America, chances are you're only thinking about one race of people. When you think terrorism in the United States of America, uh, there's probably a chance that you're only thinking about one religious group, and, and it ain't Christian. So the following stats are from theroot.com. I got to give credit to where, where uh, it's, it's due about the spike of terrorist attacks since Trump's presidency. So since 2017, hate crimes have jumped 31% since Donald Trump became a presidential candidate. So that was 2016, my bad. The number of hate crimes in 2017, the most recent year for which figures are available, was the highest in a decade. Since 2014, the number of hate crimes motivated by religion has increased by 53%. By Christian religion, let me get that out there. During the same time period, the number of racially motivated incidents has increased by 25% from 4,448 to 5,060, according to FBI data. Um, three of the four deadliest years of extremist-related extremist murders have happened since Donald Trump declared his presidency according to the Anti-Defamation League. Come the F on. So when I say CTFO on, that, on this show, that's going to mean come the F on. These incidents might seem random, but I argue they are the direct result of the orange piece of crap in the White House. So here's the thing. The First Amendment is one of the most, if not the most, protected amendments in the Constitution. So as hateful, vulgar, vulgar, vile, uh, and repugnant that this stuff is, it is usually going to be 100% legal. Trump doesn't have to tell these people to go out and commit violence, but when he talks well, they hear what they want to hear. When, when he says things like, go back to your country, these people want to take action and they want to help aid these people out of this country or probably out of life. That's just as real as it gets. So... With all that said, the whole point of this show is to talk about power dynamics. The purpose is to teach you um, how these uh, things work, right? How power dynamics 
and little word tricks that a great deal of these right-wing politicians use. Really, your only weapon against it is knowing your power and studying the First Amendment. You really definitely have to study your First Amendment so you can know. And I might even do an episode on the First Amendment in the future just so you'll have an idea of what you can and can't do. You have to learn how to use what you know to, to combat this kind of behavior. Again, as I always say, knowledge is not power. The, utiliz the utilization of knowledge is power. So, again, if you want to email the show, please write moodkillerpod at gmail.com and put power dynamics in the subject. You can find me on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, not Podbean yet, so don't look there. I am KME, and it is time for us to take our power back. So again, I want to thank all the friends of the show, uh, my producer and editor, Crystal Gordon, uh, SNME Radio, uh, Kings of Sports, uh, Post Wrestling, all those guys again, TCAT Network, PWP Nation, everyone, thank you so, so much for your support. Um, catch me again next week, wherever you listen to podcasts.
Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian Chibata with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto, you have my affection. For you complete the Chibata collection. Thank you. That was the new Chibata collection by Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian Chibata with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto, you have my affection. For you complete the Chibata collection. Thank you. That was the new Chibata collection by Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants.